Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalit Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show has arrived. And, uh, I mean, in so many ways. And uh, we're excited today. We've got a lot of really cool guests for you. And um, we'll just get it right going. We've got, uh, we got the revivalry to talk about with Baylor and TCU. And um, to start things off today at 420, we are going to have uh, a guy. And Aaron, be on your best behavior. I feel like you, you may have had some kind of Twitter beef with this uh with this man, but college football insider at uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, it is Mike Craven, and um, he wrote a, a big story about reviving the revivalry. Now, I don't know if it totally needs reviving. I, I honestly think well, we've talked a little bit about it on here. The, um, you know, the, the, the it it arrived probably the best it was was like twelve. 13, 14, it was when Gary Patterson and Art couldn't stand each other in their teams, and even after Baylor would win, Baylor won that one game 31-28, and Ahmad Dixon reportedly, you know, said something or did something after the game, and Gary made a big deal out of it. Boy, those those things uh, really gave the rivalry some bite. And uh, Gary famously had some quote where he said, you know, if that's, if that's class, then I don't want anything to do with it or something like that. If that's how, if that's how you know, something classy happens. Now, Aaron, do you have any idea of how far this thing goes back? And did you realize this is getting ready to surpass – Texas and Texas A&M as the most, the longest rivalry uh, in terms of how many games they've played in the state of Texas. All right. Um, and I, I tell you what we'll do for today's um, schmaltz. I know every once in a while we'll double up and do a couple of schmaltzes, but it's kind of fun. The Schmaltz's trivia question where you win two free sandwiches. I want to know how many meetings, how many meetings have there been between these two teams, okay? Answer that one, and let me know at the start of the rivalry, where was TCU located? Where in Texas was TCU located when they started getting it on and started playing and I'll say, I'll just tell you, it goes way, way back. So don't be thinking about, like, the 1950s or something like that, all right? You got to go way back. So how many times have they played, and where was TCU located upon that first meeting? 
Aaron, I bet you know the second part of that answer. I don't know if off the top of your head you would know the um, how many how many meetings they've had, but um, uh, if you have the answer, two five four six six two sixteen sixty is what you want to go with two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Now, what I love, Aaron, also it talks in the story about that famous sixty one fifty eight two thousand fourteen game. And the following year, the Bears had a team picture, and in the team picture, sixty number 61 was seated next or standing next to number 58. Number 58 happened to be one of the better offensive tackles in the country. That was Spencer Drango. Aaron, do you care to guess who number 61 was for the Bears at the time? That represented the the sixty one to fifty eight score. Any any guess? Spencer Drango, I think. No, no, I already said him. He was number fifty eight. Spencer Drango. I'm asking about number sixty one. No, I don't know. Okay, Jarrell Broxton. Kind of remember him. Kind of remember Jarrell uh, Broxton. And uh, Aaron's looking at all the guesses is what he's doing right now. No, I don't want anybody to think he wasn't paying attention. He's he's kind of combing through the answers on the uh, CNC Collision text line. By the way, if you've got a guess, 254-662-1660. It's 254-662-1660. All right. And uh, we'll see. Um, and I will announce this perhaps in the next segment. We'll uh, we'll let you we'll let you know. Um, there are ways to look these things up. Okay, um, I like this quote from Drango though. We did, he said of that picture that I referenced. We did not plan that at all. This is from this story that Mike Craven wrote in Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Mike Craven will be on with us at four twenty. Drango said, "We did not plan that at all." If it's if it was above our heads, I don't know, but we didn't even think about it until it blew up on the internet. And so he's holding true to that, saying that they never they never do anything about that. The newest chapter, I mean, this is going to be pretty amazing that TCU is as and, and again they've played when Baylor's really good lately, and when TCU was down the last time. TCU was up and Baylor was down. A 12th ranked TCU team won the game in 2017. All right. And a 12th ranked Baylor team won in 2019. That was the legend of Mayers. Making that long kick, 50 something yard field goal, put that thing into overtime. And you remember that one, Aaron? It was like <laughs> nine, I think that may have tied it at nine to nine going into that overtime. Now, it ended up looking like, a, uh, you know, they'd scored more than they did because the in the overtime it went to, I think, double or triple overtime, and the winning score, it was 28-21. But I think it was 9-9 when it went into it. Um, as the day unfolds, we do have – we're going to talk some high school football. Brian Fonville is going to be on with us, uh, and Tom Nesbitt. They'll get you ready for some – Crawford and um, so that'll be pretty fun to get ready for some Crawford football Crawford taking on Coleman 
that people get that mixed up with my hometown, Kaufman. But this is Coleman, C-O-L-E-M-A-N. I don't know. We'll talk to them about how worried should we be about Coleman. I'm not that worried because I think Crawford and, gosh, they got that kid Breck. Uh, they got a kid, They got a running back that can just light you up. And I love hearing Tom Nesbitt. I think that kid's name is Walker, maybe Cameron Walker. Well, once he turns it loose, you are in trouble. And Tom gives you the full, you know, 30, 25, 20, 15, 5. I like that. That's kind of a that's – what, that's what everybody kind of used to do back in the day. That's how play-by-play was kind of taught. Very descriptive. You need your radio person to kind of walk you through that field. He's at the 45. He's at the 30. The 15-5 touchdown. Like, that's, that's good pacing. All right? And uh, Tom Nesbitt does it really, really well. Tom will join us today at 5 o'clock. And then about 525, we're going to check in with uh, Matt Burchett. And uh, he is uh, he is the uh, – boy, he's director of student life. I mean, he's got a lot of titles over there. But there's uh, they're trying to get the students, Aaron, to stick around for the revivalry for the game. And I'm sure the thought is, well, it's Thanksgiving break. Kids are off all week. Um, you know, it's, it's – it's, you got a lot of people who are going to leave anyway. You hope that Baylor line, I mean, think about that. That could be, this will be the last time these freshmen get to take the field with the Baylor line. You need to be there. You need to be there for it. But to ensure that more students stick around, Matt and his crew have been doing some things. Now, Aaron, let's give Matt full credit for bringing bringing Big Noon Kickoff to, to town, the Fox. The Fox Show. I think I'm going to go ahead and give Matt credit for that. But we'll talk to Matt at 525. He is the, uh, oh, he's like the head of student life. I mean, he's he's kind of coming up with all kinds of things. His dad was a big radio man. I've heard his dad's name for years. But uh, looking forward to talking to Matt. We'll do that at 525. Aaron, some uh, some big news in NBA land, the um, sports psychologist that had accused, um, her name was Hillary Cawthon, uh, for the Spurs of, uh, of you know, being harassed and uh, by Josh Primo, their, uh, their guard. You know, he was released from the team, and everybody was kind of like, what in the world's going on? And then this came up, and, of course, she's represented by the same person that represented a lot of the accusers in the Deshaun Watson case, Tony Busby, Aggie, okay, attorney. And uh, the news went out just a, oh, about an hour ago that the, te- um, that the Hillary Cawthon, the psychologist, um, the team, and the guard, Josh Primo, quote, have agreed to resolve Cawthon's lawsuits against both parties. Her attorney, Tony Busby, confirms. So that would um, that would uh, tend to suggest that this has been settled. All right? And so this has been a big deal to see how the Spurs would handle this and what they've done is settled. And um, I hope uh, everybody has uh, 
Uh, you know, it, it, she had claimed that Josh Primo, if you don't remember the story, had exposed himself to her on multiple occasions. And now this lawsuits, these lawsuits have been settled. All right. And uh, so um, that story will kind of go away. And um, the according to TMZ Sports, the lawsuit filed two weeks ago. Uh, that, and so I want to make sure I give the proper credit here. TMZ Sports had it first. Okay. And a lot of other people have now jumped in and reacted to this. But uh, this was a shock to everybody when he was released because he was a really um, uh, promising young player, and they basically just said, you're, you're done with us. The allegations had been that he had exposed himself nine separate times, and, uh, again, a, an agreement has been reached on that. All right, let's talk to Mike Craven from Dave Campbell's uh, Texas Football Magazine about this revivalry and the story he wrote about it uh, for Dave Campbell's Texas Football. And there's some fun stuff to look back on. We'll do it next. Nikki Collin and Baylor Women's Basketball on 104.9 FM. 17th-ranked Baylor hosts number 19 Maryland Sunday afternoon in the Farrell Center. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off on 104.9 FM. Follow the 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, on 104.9 FM. Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254 709-2101 or ubeo.com. 
Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 This is ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Ortho. Empower your financial future with First Central Credit Union, your local team. It's not only about getting from point A to point B. You can enjoy savings with lower payments all along the way by refinancing your vehicle. First Central knows your money is top of mind, making it a winning season with refinancing set to your preferences. You decide the due date and frequency. Finance elsewhere? Save money with a new local game plan. Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Houston Astros' Justin Verlander has won his third American League Cy Young Award yesterday, joining the distinguished club with fewer than a dozen members throughout baseball history. Rockets beat the Mavericks last night 101-92. Thursday night football in the NFL tonight, Tennessee at Green Bay on prime. Kick is at 7-15. One game in college football tonight, SMU on the road at number 21 Tulane, kickoff at 6.30. Dallas Stars on the ice tonight in Florida, puck drops at 6 o'clock. High school football playoffs tonight, Whitney versus Pottsboro from Mesquite Memorial at 7 o'clock. Franklin versus Anahuac, 7.30 kickoff from Waller. And Marlin versus Toller at Crowley ISD Stadium with a 7 o'clock kickoff. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas and uh, joined right now by Mike Craven 
And uh, Mike's been uh, taking a peek at this old Baylor-TCU rivalry. Mike, how's it going today? Good, sir. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. This other story, though, has grabbed my attention that you were uh, tweeting out about three hours ago. Um, I think uh, Corey Hogue Sports, uh, at Corey Hogue Sports, had this. That East, what did East Texas Baptist? I mean, I hate to see some Baptist perhaps uh, taking liberties Doing some illegal activities during a uh, during a road game. What what ex- what exactly happened there? What what the illegal electronic device is this? Is this sort of an Astros like behavior? Yeah, I think they were trying to uh, kind of do the NFL thing where they had a voice in the helmet up until snap, you know, type of deal. And <laughs> as soon as East Texas, you know, to to East Texas's credit, when they figured it out, they kind of let go of that coach, self reported themselves <laughs> to the conference, and so. Everything's going to be good there. But, yeah, from everything I've heard and, and read and talked to East Texas about, kind of just a rogue coach uh, trying to get a little bit of an advantage, and he got caught. My goodness. I mean, we're talking, what is that, Division Three football? And we got we got yeah. a coach trying to – I mean, that is really something. Um, now, Mike, this is uh, – these frogs end up uh, uh, – Coming to Waco, uh, big noon kickoff is going to be there. We were we were pretty surprised at Baylor because you know four loss team. Like really, you're gonna you're gonna send the big noon kickoff, but it's going to happen. It is a great rivalry. Um, I don't know who coined it. Do it? Did you? Did we try during the story you wrote? Uh, uh, did you? Did we ever come across like who? I mean, because it is a nice name for it. When when TCU came back or joined the Big 12, Baylor and TCU started playing again, and it resumed one of the longest, um, um, you know, rivalries in the country, and they they started calling it the Revivalry, and it works nicely because of the two church schools. Do we know who coined that? I, I tried to figure that out when I was putting the story together, and nobody could come to a consensus. Baylor had a few answers. TCU had a few answers. None of them matched, and so I kind of left that one, that one out of the story. But it is a great name. It is a fantastic name, and whoever did come up with that needs to claim it because it, it was a great rivalry name. Well, I mean, Mike, I think I'm going to go ahead and claim it. Uh, there are a couple things that were that I, I I'm the one who started saying, you know, calling Floyd Casey, let's go to the case. I mean, I've had a few over the years that really caught on, but I I didn't I didn't like uh, copyright anything. Okay, and so I I may I may see if I get a copyright for the revivalry, but it works well. It works well with the uh, and, and I like the the people you talk to. Uh, for this thing, um, it, it, it's um, Josh Carraway was one of the first ones uh, listed in the story, and it said it was like a brother-sister relationship, but neither of us like each other. I guess that does happen in some sibling-type uh, things, but it's uh, it's interesting how the coaches over the years have set the tone, and the coaches now are really interesting because they're so different. But with Art and, and Gary Patterson, they were both – they were different too, but man, the the dislike that grew and grew in some of the post game stuff. I mean, have you noticed, uh, Mike, that Gary always, <laughs> wherever Gary is, there's always a little something happening in the post game uh, that gets I, under Gary's skin. <laughs> 
I think Gary likes that. Like, I, I think yeah. he uses that as motivation the same way you always hear, like, Michael Jordan talking about being slighted, even though everybody considers him the greatest player of all time. He still would find mm-hmm. ways uh, to motivate himself. I, I think GP's the same way. And talking to some of those TCU players, they said that. They would be like, you know, I don't know how real it was, but he used it to motivate us, whether it was, you know, something that really bothered him or, or something he manufactured to kind of get us up for that game. Um, you know, it was there. And I, I think the parallels to now aren't necessarily the coach drama because neither of these guys are wired that way. I, I don't think Dave Aranda is wired like Art Briles. I, you know, I don't think Sonny, or I know for a fact Sonny, Dy- Sonny Dykes is not wired like Gary Patterson. Uh, but I do think they have some similarities in the fact that, you know, it's offense versus defense. Dave Aranda is a, a defensive specialist by trade. Sonny Dykes is an offensive specialist by trade. And so you get to see kind of their – their main events go at each other, you know, every single year. And, and that was what I always liked about the Bryles Patterson stuff. I, I'm an outsider, so I didn't really have a ton of use for their kind of drama back and forth. I always kind of think a lot of that stuff's manufactured from coaches uh, to psych up their locker room. But it was always fun to watch, you know, the Art Bryles offense go up against the Gary Patterson defense. And there were stakes involved. And I think that's what makes it a big deal. If two coaches hate each other and both teams are four and eight, nobody cares. But if you're competing for Big 12 championships, conference championships every year, it becomes a big event. And with Texas and OU leaving the Big 12, there seems to be a void in terms of a marquee rivalry game. And with Baylor being the defending champion, TCU 10 and 0, and already, you know, in the Big 12 championship game, it just kind of seems to me that TCU-Baylor, if these two coaches stay on the same tra- trajectory, could become the game that decides the Big 12 you know, in a lot of years over the next 5 to 10. Did Spencer Drango really suggest to you that, and did he seem believable that, and I, I know he's quoted in here in your story uh, saying he didn't know anything about the, the, in the photograph, that he would be, of course, he was number 58, and Jarrell Broxton, who's a big guard, if I remember correctly, big old huge offensive lineman, was wearing number 61, and it was the ultimate troll. So that would have been the team picture. I don't know if it was the following spring or whenever it was taken, but the Bears, and then it, it kind of blew up and became a story. Did, did, does, does, do, do those folks, when you talk to them about it, kind of smile about it as they're um, maintaining that they didn't mean to do it, it was a coincidence? Because to me, there's probably no way that's a coincidence. He was, he was adamant that the players didn't know. And I've known Spencer since he was like 12 years old because he played football <laughs> with my brother Peter Park in high school. And so I think he would have told me if he really did mean it. Now, he did admit he doesn't know if it was planned to bug him. If Art Bryles had gotten to the photographer and told him they wanted to do that, he did not know. But in terms of player stuff, he said the photographer was like a British dude that they could barely understand. And he was just throwing them together and they did it by classification and they just put 58 next to 61 and it worked out that way. And he swears, he swore to me that he did not realize that it was even a thing until it blew up on the internet. And then they realized it, but I'm with you. I, and he also <laughs> said, nobody ever believes them, you know? And so I, I think I'm in that boat as well as where I, I don't know if I believe them or I at least believe, that uh, the people above him, Art Bryles, the photographer, I, I do think that that was probably – that just seems too good, right? It seems way too yeah. good to be – I'd kind of like to for you to track down the British photographer. I didn't realize we had many British photographers in the in Central Texas. I'd like to I'd like for him to be accounted for in this story. Uh, the, the, this really is kind of a bragging rights. I kind of like what Billings told you, Andrew Billings. I mean, I'm trying to remember – 
he might have gotten – I think he probably did get recruited heavily by TCU. And if I thought hard enough, there have been some flips. Uh, he might have been one of them. He might have flipped. I'm just trying to think back. But uh, they, they were recruiting the same level of player. Now, Gary did it differently, but he and Art loved to take a certain kind of player and turn them into what they wanted. They, and so I do think that kind of, you know, add, added to it. And, and a lot of it goes back to the, the, the you know, and I don't think you even had time to get into all that. I mean, obviously, Ann Richards and, and Baylor getting in the Big 12 and TCU not, there's a tremendous amount of resentment from TCU. Now, that story's been written um, many times, so I think you did wisely by talking to all the players, but I, I do think you probably, in talking to people, I'm sure that came up, the the political aspects of this thing, because I think TCU, some TCU, TCU people uh, still hold a lot of contempt over how that thing went down. Yeah, it definitely feels like a bigger thing in Fort Worth. It wasn't something that any of the Baylor players, you know, talked about. And I, I didn't talk to any coaches. I didn't talk to um, any administrative people. I wanted to keep it about the players who played in that three-year period where, you know, Baylor versus TCU was the biggest game in the state and was a conference decider. Because my idea for the story was, you know, maybe it's going to get back to that. Let's see if the players, you know, think the same way. And, Really, what started the story was I was doing a story early in the year about SFA and Sam Houston and how that rivalry is coming to an end. And they had played 97 times. And so I wanted to see who had played the most state-on-state you know, games in Texas. And Texas and Texas A&M were at 118, and I thought that was pretty obviously going to be number one. But what struck me was Baylor and TCU are at 117. So when they play this year, they're tying Texas and A&M. And since Texas isn't joining the SEC until at least 2024 – you know, the next time when TCU and Baylor play in 2023, it's going to be it's going to become the most played in that not yeah. a lot of people knew. I mean, I don't think a lot of people know TCU was in Waco for 15 years when they first started football, and that these teams played two or three times a year. You know, for the first 15, 20 years of their existence, I I didn't know that the original homecoming started in a yeah. Baylor versus TCU game, and so uh, I like when history and college football converge. It was a it was a fun story to write and. I learned a lot, and I hope people who read it, you know, learned a little bit too. Oh, and I'm sure anytime you bring that up, you mentioned that Missouri one. I think Missouri likes to claim it. I think theirs was 1911. There's some stuff mentioned about our homecoming in 1909. Uh, Mike, sometime we'll have to take a field trip and try to go find out exactly where Adran College was. I'd kind of like to know. And that obviously is what became um, known as uh, Texas Christian, TCU. They were both in the same town. And I think, as you mentioned, they would some of those seasons they'd play like two or three times in the same season. Um, did you, do you have – you, I, I bet our people, some of our historians listening, would be able to point us in the right direction on that. I know where like Paul Quinn College was because some of the – some of the old buildings are still standing over there on Elm in Waco. Um, but I, I'm kind of curious, Mike, to where Adran actually was, you know, that, that college in town. I, I'm, I, 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 uh, I don't think there's probably any building or any artifacts left from that. Now, from what I could read or find, the reason that TCU left Waco is because their main building burned down. And uh, then Fort Worth, mm. Fort Worth was basically yeah. like, hey, we'll pay for you. We'll pay for a new building if you move the college here. And so that's kind of what, you know, got, yeah. got and ran uh, up to Fort Worth, basically, from what, from what I could gather. 
There, I, I think we could start a conspiracy. The Fort Worth people may have burned it down trying to yeah. lure it. Yeah, to Fort Worth. But, uh, well, this is going to be fun. And that that, uh, that matchup, I mean, TCU played spoiler last year. It was Chandler Morris uh, taking down the Bears. Bears have a chance to, to play spoiler on Saturday. Mike, do you have um, a, a good sense for this thing? Or, you know, TCU's only favored by two and a half, even though Baylor just got stomped by K-State at home. Makes me think Vegas thinks that K-State thing was more of an anomaly uh, and that the Bears will at least kind of hang around in this game. What is your gut telling you on this matchup as you kind of talked to people and looked at it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm with Vegas. You know, I, I still don't know if I completely buy TCU as this national championship contender, and maybe that's just some biases that I brought into the year not thinking. You know, they were 5-7 and seven last year. It's just hard to imagine that, you know, just a new coaching staff, some new energy in the building, you know, turns them into a 13-0 and 0 team. So, you know, it just feels like the odds are that they're going to get got one time before this thing ends, and, and a rivalry game yeah. seems to be the one where that's going to happen, you know, and uh, the last four meetings have been decided by an average of 6.25 points, so I think this one's going to be close. I think Baylor's going to, you know, I almost think it's bad for TCU that Baylor was so bad last week uh, because they're going to come out motivated even more so. You know, you get beat 31-3, to uh, you have a lot to prove just as a man, right? And So I think TCU's going to get Baylor's best shot. Rivalry games are always weird. TCU's on such a roll. Uh, I think this one's close. I think this one's weird. I mean, I would pick TCU to win, but I'm not at all surprised if this is the week that that TCU gets upset because it just feels like it's bound to happen at some point. All right, Mike, always good to have you. The McLean family listens to this show every day, so give a shout-out to your your bosses, okay, in Temple and Salado. Uh, If you want to say hi to them, they're out there listening to you. Well, I I appreciate the paycheck every other week. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Hopefully that keeps on coming. Uh, Mike, appreciate it, and uh, look forward to seeing you soon. All right, sir. Appreciate you. You bet. There he goes. Mike Craven joining us from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine as he's making his way around the state, but he took a long look at the revivalry is what we like to call it. Aaron, do you have any revivalry gear? I feel like I've maybe had a T-shirt or something. I got to say, TCU people are doing really well with those hoodies and stuff. And I know it's easier when you're having one of those undefeated type, unbelievable seasons. Everybody wants to buy your stuff. But I got to say, that that stuff they outfit the uh, coach with is really cool. That House of Duggan, Aaron, you got to admit, that's pretty cool. I actually haven't seen it. But, you know. No, I mean you've heard of it, right? No, no, actually, I haven't. Aaron, I've got, I've got to talk care. to you. I've got to, no the house. Anyway, House of Dragons is the uh, a very uh, famous HBO show that's the the uh, prequel to Game of Thrones. And so Sonny Dykes has uh, each week he has this new hoodie, and so one of the really cool hoodies. And I don't know that they've mass produced these for the TCU people. It said House of Duggan, and it had Max Duggan on it. Really kind of cool apparel. Hey, hey, what are we supposed to wear? Maybe I'll ask uh, Matt Bur- Burchett when he comes on. Um, Aaron, do you know what color we're supposed to wear on Saturday? <laughs> I hope we can just wear whatever we want. How about we don't? How about we not do a blackout? Is going to be my suggestion for this one. All right, it's something called Campus. 
confidential. Lots going on in college athletics, including the cheating. Eat folks from East Texas Baptist. It's all next. The Baylor Coaches Show. This Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us Wednesday, not live from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas. And hear from head track and field coach Michael Ford and head football coach Dave Aranda. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show. Wednesdays at 7 this fall. Here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. The next time you need new tires for your vehicle or any type of trailer, remember 185 Tire and Service. They sell brands of tires including Toyo, and they have tires for your biggest trucks as well. Their air is always free, but if it keeps leaking, they can fix it. Owner Craig Davidson is an 82nd Airborne veteran and a 1983 Crawford graduate. General Manager Casey Bennett is a 2008 Crawford graduate. 185 Tire and Service. You can find them at the crossroads of Highway 6 and 185 across from 711. 254-848-8473. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotes Esquite jalapeno roasted corn, plus our their new Barria menu, exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Barria enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate corn. Sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. 
Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services. Whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out, their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates and circuit breaker replacements call bp services today for a free estimate within 24 hours and if you agree to the estimate 15 percent off your bill 254-292-8908 call bp services when electricity is on your list call bp services your needs i priority 292-8908 your need is i priority ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Houston Astros' Justin Verlander has won his third American League Cy Young Award yesterday, joining the distinguished club with fewer than a dozen members throughout baseball history. Rockets beat the Mavericks last night 101-92. Thursday night football in the NFL tonight, Tennessee at Green Bay on prime. Kick is at 715. One game in college football tonight, SMU on the road at number 21 Tulane, kickoff at 6.30. Dallas Stars on the ice tonight in Florida, puck drops at 6 o'clock. High school football playoffs tonight, Whitney versus Pottsboro from Mesquite Memorial at 7 o'clock. Franklin versus Anahuac, 7.30 kickoff from Waller. And Marlin versus Toler at Crowley ISD Stadium with a 7 o'clock kickoff. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, is Matt Mosley. And uh, we got high school football talk coming up about 5.05 today. We'll check in with uh, Tom Nesbitt, play-by-play for Crawford. Crawford versus Coleman coming up. Love listening to Tom and Brian Fonville. Brian's getting ready for some kind of get away during the uh, holidays golly i mean this guy he lives quite the life but first he'll do a playoff game crawford versus coleman and i'm uh, excited to talk to those guys we'll do that about 505 aaron what do you have on your agenda and i i want to uh i want to uh i've got one for you uh at the appropriate time what do you have sir well, we talked a little bit about it in the last segment when we talked with Mike Craven from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. East Texas Baptist has acknowledged to Dave Campbell's Texas Football that it utilized an illegal electronic communication device during a recent road game. East Texas Baptist AD Ryan Irwin said the department immediately reported the violation once it became aware. 
He said, quote, we received notification regarding inappropriate communications from the sideline during a contest this season from a former member of the assistant coaching staff. We immediately reported it to the conference and the conference head of officials. They did not name the coach. Well, you got to name the coach. If you're going to call them out like this and have some kind of big violation. And uh, Aaron, as a spokesperson for the Baptist Church, I'm going to have to demand that East Texas is no longer Baptist. It's just East Texas University, which they had Texas A&M Commerce. They used to have an East Texas University or uh, East Texas State or whatever it used to be, East Texas. Uh, So I do not believe at least my penalty would be at least until Easter Sunday. Uh, I would not allow them to use the word Baptist in their title anymore. All right? And uh, that is my punishment. Uh, I have been uh, asked to administer all punishments for the Baptist church. And so I'm, I am the ultimate representative. Um, I wonder what they're, if they're ETBU, if they're, like if they're Baptist like the Baylor, like they broke away from the Southern Baptist, or if they're still... If they're still tied to the uh, Southern Baptist, I wonder where they are with the, de- uh, the Texas General Baptist Convention or whatever. All right, Aaron, what else do you have, sir? Maybe they're with the uh, Cooperative Baptist Fellowship, CBF. You know a lot about the Baptist organizations no, behind the church. I only knew I only you, knew there was two. You don't know the half of it. <laughs> I mean, I this is my life. Oh. Uh, if you're a uh, fan of low-scoring football <sighs> games, I've got good news for you. Iowa and Iowa State will continue their annual football showdowns through at least 2027. The athletic directors announced today the extension of that series. They played annually since resuming the series in 1977, except for the pandemic-shortened 2020 season. The teams first met in 1894. Iowa holds a 46-23 advantage in the series. This year, Iowa State won a shootout 10-7 over Iowa in September. Boy, that means. What did you say the record was between them? Eight, who holds a what was it? A forty-six twenty-three Iowa advantage. So See, they, that, hold, they hadn't played nearly as much as Baylor and TCU, who will be meeting for the hundred and eighteenth time. So I guess they had a they had a long little lull there somewhere where they stopped playing, huh? Yeah, it must have because. You know what we call yeah, that? 16. You, you, I got the, what do they call it? The Cyhawk? Yes, the, the Cyhawk series. Yeah, yeah, there's some kind of trophy and all of that. I, I'm telling you, I, I, would, uh, I would put those two down as the worst two offenses in the country. And, like, if you said, okay, Matt, you have to rank, and, and you've got to start with the games you don't want to see, like, like, like the anti-bucket list, yes. I would put that game on it. Like it's, the the but the the, I, the bucket list of things I never want to do, and it's sit, go up there and see a game. Now I'd like to go see a game at Ohio State. I'd like to be at the Big House. I'd like to see a game at uh, Michigan. Um, you know, I, I, there's a lot of things you know like that I'd like to see. I, I seeing Iowa and Iowa State. I don't even want to turn on the TV and see that. No, it's 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 pretty bad. It would be one thing if the, it was just kind of a one-off that it was low-scoring. It's every time they meet, it's a rock fight. It's hard to watch. The Regents met the uh, the University of California Regents 
will decide December 14th whether UCLA can depart the Pac-12 for the Big Ten. The Regents met today in San Francisco and discussed whether to affirm, uh, affirm, overturn, or abstain UCLA's decision to become a Big Ten member in 2024, scheduling a new meeting to make its final decision. UCLA announced the jump to the Big Ten on June 30th, but I don't think that that's good news for anyone involved that they're putting that off another month, especially the Pac-12, who's trying to work on a TV contract. And even though you and I and everybody else knows that UCLA is pretty much gone, they're still presenting, I believe, two packages to potential suitors, one that has UCLA still in the conference and one that doesn't. Yeah, let me tell you, this thing's over. I mean, they're not oh, going to yeah. block UCLA. <laughs> so, I, you know, they, the administrators love to meet more than anything in the world. And, and the next thing they love more than even that is kicking things down the road. Like, hey, let's have another meeting. Okay, we enjoyed this. Let's, what do you say we meet again December 7th? Golly, I, that's why I love Dr. Livingstone, President Livingstone, and Mac. You know, when they get in a meeting, they're like, hey, how about some resolution here? How about we finish the fight? How about we get something that actually comes out of this meeting, okay? I'm tired of these administrators kicking stuff down the road. Aaron, real quick, and I'll throw it right back to you, but we had some breaking news uh, earlier this afternoon that I did want to hit here. There you go. Um, Brittany Griner has been relocated. We knew she was going to be headed to a some uh, what they call a penal colony we know now where it is it's mordovia it's 210 miles east of 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 moscow to serve her nine-year sentence her lawyers said quote "Brittany's doing well as as well as could be expected in trying to stay strong as she adapts to a new environment um her agent said, uh, so, I mean, everybody's saying she's trying to stay strong. Uh, they also, the, uh, the agent uh, went on to say for Brittany, despite the fact she is alone and now nearing her ninth month in detention and separated from her loved ones, she is trying to stay strong. At this time, we will not be sharing any further details, but want to express our deepest thanks to the Biden administration, the Richardson Center, and everyone who has reached out to offer words of encouragement. Now, for whatever reason, President Biden has told reporters last week that um, he's hoping that Putin will be more willing to negotiate the release of uh, of Griner now that the uh, U.S. midterm elections are over. All right. And uh, golly, I don't know. I mean, Aaron, I don't put any trust in the Russians no. for anything. OK, I, I mean, maybe. Maybe that'll help or something because they do love controlling elections and they love like hacking into things and they just love creating chaos. I mean, that's basically what they're there to do. Uh, and and somehow, you know, wow. Anyway, I hate it. I mean, thinking about Thanksgiving and and uh, Brittany being over there in a prison going on nine months. Uh, this is ridiculous. It's way past time to bring her home. And um, I'd, I'd say get back to the negotiating table and, and offer something. You know, try to make a trade or whatever. I mean, nobody's ever happy with any of these things. It's not like we're going to, like, give them somebody like a, a good guy or something. Like, oh, we're going to send you a, a great Russian. 
No, I'm probably going to have to send them somebody who's done some bad stuff. But you got to get this thing done and bring her home. It is, it is, uh, it is, it really is just, uh, it, it's embarrassing for our country. I mean, and it's not, you know, we can get into, oh, she shouldn't have done this or shouldn't have done that. And sure, that's fine. Okay, we all agree. She shouldn't have had something in her bag. I get it. Okay, but this is this is stupidity and and something needs to be done. All right. And they're trying to, but it's certainly not happening quickly enough. But uh, and, and again, all I, I there were moments I didn't like how her time ended at Baylor. Like I, I hated how she kind of went off on everybody and said pe- people that were extremely supportive of her. And there were people kind of managing her. I get all that. OK, but at some point, our humanity has to take over. And we've got to lobby and do everything and advocate to bring her back home. All right? I mean, she's one of us. She went to Baylor. Goodness gracious. Can't be sitting here trying to come up with reasons not to want her home. Uh, Aaron, what else do you have, sir? Sorry, I jumped up no, on that No, no, you're abso- yeah. absolutely right about everything you said. That doesn't happen a lot, but I agree with everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. But, yeah, 100% dead on on everything you said, seriously. And it needed. It needs to be said as many times as we can say it. The number one women's basketball recruit in 2023, Juju Watkins, has signed her national letter of intent. She signed with USC. She is thought to be a generational talent, like a Brittany Griner or or a Diana Taurasi, mm-hmm. uh, of that level caliber of player. Or she, Darianna Little Page Bugs. Sure, I haven't I haven't been able to watch her play yet, but I've heard good things. But anyway, uh, she uh, lived ten miles from the USC campus, so even though USC is, I don't know, I guess they kind of are a traditional powerhouse from back in the day, but they haven't been near the top in quite a few years. But uh, she decided to stay home. She was the national uh, Gatorade Girls Player of the Year last year, and uh, has led her team to. Led the uh, USA under-18 team to two gold medals. Well, that's a pretty big deal. And uh, and now, in this past year, I think they got the top men's and women's recruiting the country coming in there. This is for 2023, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they have the top uh, the men's player for 2023 and the top – and the top women's player. Pretty amazing at uh, USC. Aaron, I was looking it up just to make sure I was correct. And I and Juju Smith-Schuster also went to USC. I find that interesting. He's Juju. He was a famous player from, uh, and now they're going to get another Juju in uh, to play basketball for them. So that'll be uh, interesting to monitor that um, moving forward here. All right, Aaron, um, good stuff there as uh, we come to the top of the hour. We're getting ready, and uh, about 5.05, stay tuned. I love getting ready for the area round. Man, one of my favorite teams got knocked out, so I'm still hurting a little bit, but I can get fired up again, get ready to watch. I mean, I hate that Temple's out. Scott Stewart, one of my guys, guy I like a lot. I like Ward to be able to. And I know Ward will shift, and he'll jump into Mart or whatever else. But, man, love having um, Ward on t- on the Temple broadcast. I mean, that's just not fair 
for Temple to check out early. But that's the reason they play these things. La Vega checked out early. They're not supposed to check out early. My gosh, I think they got beat 10-7, if I recall correctly. University still rolling. All right, uh, we'll talk some high school football. We'll do it next. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The defense faces one of the league's best running backs Sunday in Minnesota. Cowboys safety J. Ron Kearse tells you about Dalvin Cook right after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys travel to Minnesota this weekend to take on the Vikings, who've won five straight. Receiver Justin Jefferson makes the highlight reels, but it's running back Dalvin Cook who'll challenge the struggling Cowboys' run defense. Safety J. Ron Curse is a former Viking teammate of Cook's and gives this scouting report. When he gets the ball, he can get going quick. He's very elusive. Uh... Very, very efficient with his jump cuts and getting in and out of out of his breaks and things when he's running those routes or on the edge. So you have to wrap his legs because he keeps he keeps him moving on the contact. His vision is good. His run his run after contact is good. It's a lot that comes with a guy like that. Dallas's run defense is ranked third worst in the league. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Better 
friends, if you can hear my voice, you're close enough to come see me this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. I have an incredible offer for all active duty and retired military personnel. With the purchase of any brand new Harley-Davidson model, receive $1,000 with their free accessories or an in-store $1,000 gift card to spend as you choose. I'm paying way too much money for trade-ins, and I have a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. So come see me this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you and your family. Keep up with the University Trojans on ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. An agent for 31 years, Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options, whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance and retirement planning. And Joe is proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was a Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo plays baseball there. Call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. That's 972-771-8051. 8051. You'll find gifts for the whole family. Jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They are also an official Purina feed dealer, featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to buy lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 9230 China Spring Highway, and at ChinaSpringCountryStore.com. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, man. I'm getting calls from Wake somewhere in Waco as we speak, as we come back. But 
I'm on the air. I'm on the air. I can't talk right now. It's time to visit. Uh, time to start the 5 o'clock hour. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. A reminder that our game day live show will start at 7 a.m. Saturday. I repeat, 7 a.m. Aaron, I do not, I have not gotten clearance yet to be in studio with you to kind of avoid, you know, I've, I've been a little bit uh, under the weather. So I don't think I, I should be able to be out in the uh, elements. Boy, speaking of people that don't mind getting involved in the elements, it is uh, Brian Fonville and Tom Nesbitt joining us. And, Brian, uh, I've been trying to reach out to you today all afternoon. You've been in high-level meetings uh, and <laughs> glad that you have stepped out of there and are taking the time to do this. I've loved listening. In fact, uh, I was able to do some research, and I found – this little preview that you had done, like, and it kind of was a, it was, it was looking back at the game and it had some of Tom's uh, calls on there, the highlights and and everything. And man, that was, that's kind of what I, I want you to do one of those every week because I really enjoyed that montage of calls. Now I would, I would prefer it, Brian, if you went ahead and included your voice too. Uh, On the one I listened to, it was mostly about Tom and I, I want to kind of hear your analysis of those touchdowns as well. But uh, uh, I welcome you both today. And uh, Brian, are you um, are you excited about getting to go to where is this Weatherford or Kangaroo <laughs> Stadium? I mean, is there is there any? I mean, that's about as far away from where Tom lives as we could have mm-hmm. ever even come up with. I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't really know where this other team is where where remind me where uh where where is coleman that's a good question matt uh tom is the geography expert so yeah. i'm gonna defer to tom it's up there around kind of like uh brownwood san angelo kind of that that mm. area up there okay i was just glad been- I, you've been to coleman no we've been to brownwood before for a crawford game tom and i will go you know, you mentioned it's a long way for Tom, but we'll go. We'd drive to Oklahoma if we had to. Well, Brian, you know what? And Brownwood, that's like the most famous high school coach ever. Gordon Wood, who had the national mm-hmm. record for wins for many years. And I'm sure that stadium is named after him. But, boy, you were in the presence of greatness there uh, being in Brownwood. Now, in listening to some of these things and uh, – uh, Brian, I'll start with you. I mean, I, I liked it, and, and even some of these things coming up. Y'all are going to have some things featured. I think uh, Mr. Chambers, I think uh, y'all have got a feature with him that will air, and that's going to be kind of cool. You've already done that uh, interview. Um, what what was it in, in that game? I know it got out of hand, and we knew Crawford was going to win big, but it seemed like there was an early interception in that game. And, and as, as, uh, as you described it, Brian, and you may have been getting, uh, this may have been some of your creative writing courses from Baylor taking over. You said it was like a, a stiff winter wind that the ball caught caught up in, and then the uh, the Crawford player made the interception. Did, did that help kind of establish things right away for Crawford in the game? It sure did, uh, Matt. You know, Crawford's defense really does set the tone for them. And if anyone remembers what the weather was like on last Friday night, it was chilly. And there was, there was a really steady wind throughout the entire game that made kicking difficult. Uh, also made some of these deep passes hang up in the air. And Luis Rodriguez, 
who plays linebacker for Crawford, intercepted that. Cameron Walker had an interception later for Crawford. And uh, Matt, since you brought Breck Chambers up, we, we do a weekly interview with, uh, with a player for the team. This week it was Breck Chambers. Breck Chambers had a whale of a game on Friday. He had five carries for 166 yards. He really only played the first half and maybe the first possession of the second half. And he finished with three rushing touchdowns and one receiving touchdown, and that earned him Central Texas honor roll uh, recognition from the Waco Tribune Herald. And Matt, he also kicks for Crawford. And you would appreciate this. You guys have this in common. We asked him in our interview, you know, wh- how did you get started kicking? Were you just goofing around in practice? Or, you know, and he said, actually, I, I learned to kick because I played soccer when I was younger. And so I asked him, I was like, are you excited for the World Cup? He said, no, nah, I really don't watch soccer. <laughs> a man after my own heart. A man who does not appreciate a good zero-zero, a nil-nil game. But uh, I'm going to jump on uh, on board. I'm going to get on this this U.S. bandwagon. Although the U.S. team, the bandwagon has plenty of empty seats. Uh, Tom Nesbitt uh, on with us and, and does great work as both an attorney and play-by-play. What is it when when you watch this Breck play, Tom? Does he make you think back to any of the players over the years? I mean, when y'all were in. Waco, it was a big enough school where you weren't seeing a lot of two-way players. This is one of those old Swiss Army knife type guys. Um, it, 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 what is it? I mean, is this guy, his impact on the program, is it, you know, it, it has to be almost immeasurable, isn't it? It is, and I, I don't, ha- having gone to Waco High and been watched mainly 6A football for, you know, uh, when we called the Waco High games, almost nobody played both ways. At Crawford, almost everybody does. Breck Chambers is one of several guys that does everything well. But Breck Chambers is a – he's not just the guy that kicks the ball. He's a really good kicker. I mean, this guy could end up playing – he could get recruited as a kicker. He's that good. He kicks, he punts, he returns kicks. He uh, plays in the secondary. He plays running back. And he's just he's great at all of those positions. He just never comes off the field. I, uh, you know, and, and, and a lot of these guys at 2A are, are like that. And that's part of what makes it just such a joy to watch. And they're just all business. You know, they're just all business. And they're well prepared. And they, but I'll tell you this, man, Matt, you, you were saying earlier that Bob's listening to you driving up here. And, uh, you know, you were saying uh, you're not scared. This Coleman team is a really, really good team. They're ranked 10th in the state. I mean, they are. This mm. this is going to be like a semifinal or a quarterfinal caliber Ooh. game between the number three team in the state and the number ten team in the state. And it, this, they, Crawford's got their hands full. What do you think when you hear the word Coleman? I, I think of a lantern. I feel like it's a brand of lantern or something. Uh, but I, they, boy, you've got me all nervous now. I, I apologize to all my listeners that I was playing this thing down. Uh, Tom Nesbitt has Coleman as some kind of juggernaut out there, and so we're going to have to keep our eye on this. Uh, wow, almost like a semifinal matchup. We're talking about the area around. Now, Brian, Tom would not just say these things to get more people to listen to you guys <laughs> on Friday night, would he? Absolutely not. No way. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I just don't want any hyperbole. I've heard them. Hey, 
They mostly. Let me put some stats behind this, okay? Let me tell you this is legit, okay? Analytics. Let's two. call them analytics. <laughs> they're they're 9-2. and two. Their two losses are to Lano, which is a 3A team that is undefeated at 12-0. and 0, uh, right now. The other loss was to Tolar, which is also an undefeated team, and that was the district championship game, and it was a 10-point game. And they have beat – it's either two or three other teams. They've beaten badly two or three other teams that have already won playoff games this year. So they are tested. They're big on the offensive line. They have a quarterback who's basically like a combination of a dual-threat guy and a fullback in one package. And this, I'm not, I'm not trying to get ratings. Do y'all do ratings of our games? What are the ratings of our games, mostly? I mean, uh, we look at the overnights on those things, and they're really good. I don't want to, I don't want to compare because Tom will get hurt. I don't want to try to suggest they're more than the Mart because the Mart game brought in big ratings as well. But yeah, y'all have got plenty of listeners out there, and I do love the stats. I love that you're backing this up with the uh, the analytics. Uh, Toller that you just mentioned is home. It's widely considered the greatest nine-hole golf course in the country. Uh, just so you know, uh, Tom, I mean, I don't know. Brian just plays all any sport where he can take his shirt off, so golf does not uh, register for him. But uh, Toller is uh, – that's where Willie Nelson used to go and play. All right? I just wanted to let you know. you that, that uh, And what was the other one, did you say, that was undefeated? It cut out on me a little bit. Did you say Lano or what? Yeah, yeah, Lano. Lano. Oh, man. Home to uh, Inman's. Some of my favorite uh, food, really, in Texas, also turkey sausage. That's the first turkey sausage I ever ate was uh, down there in Llano. There's some great deer hunting down there, and uh, and they make some really good sausage. Uh, I know, I know you, I know our audience was wanting to to know that. Um, Brian, do you have any thoughts on? I mean, as you kind of get getting prepared for Coleman, I mean, I. Again, I'm I'm kind of scared now that uh, that Tom has said all this. What do you think is going to be the key? I I mean, my it, to me, it's going to be do not turn the ball over. The the last thing you can do is get is let Coleman you know get some momentum and get and start feeling good about itself. And one way that can happen is if they get an early uh, takeaway. Now, Crawford almost never lets anybody score. Uh, Brian, how are they at, at protecting the football? Yeah, t- uh, Matt Crawford's, I mean, I don't want to jinx anything for this Friday night, but they're a really well-disciplined team. Fundamentals, you know, Crawford, they're going to protect the football. But uh, what you said is, is exactly on point. Actually, I was looking earlier that Tolar and Coleman game, you know, Tolar puts, hangs 50 points or more on most of their opponents. The game they had with Coleman, it was a 16-6 to game. It was a low-scoring affair. And uh, so, I mean, I'm kind of expecting a similar type game this Friday night between Crawford and Coleman. You know, it's going to be about probably a handful of plays. You know, you're going to want to limit the big plays. And uh, if Crawford can do that, you know, bend but not break, and then also establish their running game, you know, it, it should be a good game Friday night. And uh, we're not just trying to hype the ratings, Matt. All right. Well, I'm okay with that, uh, If even if you were. But that uh, I like it. And, and, Tom, I did get to spend time with Joe 
before that Kansas State game, I think Joe is thinking maybe uh, he was bad luck because the Bears went ahead and just got annihilated 31-3. to But uh, that Central National Bank tailgate has become one of my favorites. I think people – I show up so often there, people think I work for the bank. <laughs> I think they think maybe I've got some <laughs> – involvement there uh but of course uh, central national bank our presenting sponsor but it was good to see joe and joe was loving the barbecue and uh and just holding court and his beautiful wife i'd never gotten to meet his wife uh she's really really nice so anyway it's always good to see the nesbits uh get out and about on the town and uh and uh, i just wanted to share that with you tom i thought joe was behaving really well and just uh especially now that he's a CEO, man. It just a, you talk about kind of a button-downed attitude. The guy that used to pull all the pranks and was known for all that stuff at, at Baylor, he no longer exists. That, that, now, that, that still works below the surface, Matt. That comes up, comes out every now and then. Don't, don't sleep on Joe getting crazy every now and then, but he's doing a great <laughs> job. And, uh, hey, I also, last thing I want to say to you, Matt, you, yeah. you asked last week when we were on your program, do these guys give you any gear, any you know, the Crawford guys, they give you hat shirts. And, and we showed up at the press box uh, Friday night, and there were brand-new Crawford uh, shirts, which I later learned were courtesy of uh, uh the, the coaching staff there, so we oh, appreciate man. you shaming them into giving us a couple of shirts. <laughs> well, tell them not to stop there, and if you want to share my address with them, uh, I do have some China Spring gear here at the house, but of course I, I jump on whatever, whatever bandwagon. I can't wear that this week because China Spring is playing my alma mater, the Kaufman Lions. Coach Burleson's a great friend of mine, and uh, so as much as I love Central Texas football, and they're very supportive. And, in fact, I love that Central Texas, the uh, the China Spring baseball program that went and won the state title. Uh, or did they play? In a, I mean, everybody did so well. I'm having trouble keeping up with it. But, uh, yeah, they went very, very far. May have won a state title. Um, but, yeah, it, it's uh, the, this Kaufman team, I've got my eye on that one. And everybody thinks China Spring, that's just going to be a walkover. I do not believe that. Fellas, uh, always look forward to it. Tremendous work as usual. And uh, we'll do it again next week, hopefully, uh, given if y'all can pull them through with another win. Thank you, Matt. You bet. There they are. I mean, I the magic of Fonville like, conferencing them in, and then Aaron has to pull off some stuff. But to get those guys on the phone at the same time, is uh, is really, really good, and we're glad to be able to bring that to you as we talk some uh, high school football. I even think, Aaron, that Lark is is chalking this, is just dismissing my Kaufman Lions, and that do that at your own risk. I mean, this is, we I hope, Lark. I hope China Spring ends up looking past my Lions because this is a good team, really good team for the Metroplex. Okay, uh, let's keep rolling here, and... Uh, Boy, the dean of student life. I mean, this guy is big time, and he is uh, in charge of making sure the Baylor students don't go home for Thanksgiving break until after Saturday's game. It is uh, Matt Burchette's going to join us next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody's never check a Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. 
Coming up, Baylor volleyball wins on the floor in the Farrell Center. We'll give you details. Plus, a big weekend ahead for Baylor men's and women's basketball. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. The Black Friday sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels. Save big on our great selection of new cars and trucks like the new 2022 Ram trucks. These legendary award-winning trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. Ram trucks give you that first-class feel with luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom, and storage. If we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can order it today. Shop an award-winning dealership with award-winning product. Allen Samuels in Waco, the place to shop Ram trucks. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Follow Baylor Volleyball all season on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Baylor-V-Ball. An important update, Baylor Athletics Group Experiences are back. Fans can now purchase exclusive experiences on the Baylor Sports app for an elite in-venue experience at select Baylor athletic events. Baylor football experiences include on-field photos, sideline access during warm-ups, tunnel access during the team runout, and an in-game radio booth experience with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. There is limited availability, so purchase your experience today through the Baylor Sports app to earn your one-of-a-kind game day experience before it's too now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor volleyball number 15 in the nation. One on the floor in the Farrell Center last night. 3-1 over Iowa State. Baylor sits alone in second place in the Big 12 standings behind only Texas. And they'll play in Austin against the Longhorns Saturday evening at 7. Baylor closes the regular season Saturday week at home against Kansas State. It's a big weekend ahead for Baylor men's and women's basketball. The women hosting Maryland Sunday afternoon at 2 in the Farrell Center. The men headed to Las Vegas where they'll play in the Continental Tire main event beginning on Friday. Baylor, number five in the nation, plays number 16, Virginia, Friday afternoon. Head coach Scott Drew likes the uptick in schedule for the Bears. Well, I think it's a, a great weekend for all of us uh, because we're all going to walk out with uh, uh, no bad losses, um, nothing but quality win opportunities, and uh, each coach and each team will figure out what they need to do to compete against uh, uh, top 25 programs. And uh, the goal is always to play in March, win in March, and these kind of games give you that opportunity and then uh, also prepare you for when you're in that situation if you're blessed to be. Scott Drew and the Bears, number five in the nation, will play two ranked teams over the weekend in Las Vegas, beginning with Virginia on Friday at 6 p.m. Central Time. The broadcast here on ESPN Central Texas then on Sunday, they'll play either Illinois or UCLA. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris.
the source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Richard Carr has the trucks you want on the lot today. GMC and Buick offer the best SUV lineup to meet every demand. We have dozens on the lot ready to drive. Well-qualified buyers get 3.9% for 72 months on all GMC and Buick SUVs in stock. New Sierra trucks are ready to drive at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers get 3.9% financing plus a $2,500 loyalty rebate for current GMC or Buick owners. Get here now or log on now and drive your new GMC or Buick today. See dealer for details. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. TFNB, your bank for life, supports Central Texas football. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Buy more, save more. This is true for tractors, too. At WC Tractor, we have ready-to-go new Kubota tractor packages, which include the most commonly used attachments. Along with a Kubota tractor, you will leave with a loader and box blade for dirt work, a cutter to take care of your fields, and a trailer to haul it all. Think of all the jobs you can get done with a new Kubota tractor package. Come on by any of our locations or visit us online at wctractor.com. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Good Feet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to... Anybody. If you move, go to the Good Feet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. The children's music and dance teacher who couldn't cha-cha. I was always on my feet. It was just so painful. Elisa couldn't let her students down. So she stepped up and went to the Good Feet store for personally fitted arch supports. I would work an entire day and my feet didn't hurt at the end of the day. That was when I knew, wow, these are different. But the really good part? It's good to be dancing together again. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. 
Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by BP Services. Houston Astros' Justin Verlander has won his third American League Cy Young Award yesterday, joining the distinguished club with fewer than a dozen members throughout baseball history. Rockets beat the Mavericks last night, 101-92. Thursday night football in the NFL tonight, Tennessee at Green Bay on prime. Kick is at 7:15. One game in college football tonight, SMU on the road at number 21 Tulane, kickoff at 6.30. Dallas Stars on the ice tonight in Florida, puck drops at 6 o'clock. High school football playoffs tonight, Whitney versus Pottsboro from Mesquite Memorial at 7 o'clock. Franklin versus Anahuac, 7.30 kickoff from Waller. And Marlin versus Toller at Crowley ISD Stadium with a 7 o'clock kickoff. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas on a Thursday getting you ready for the revivalry and uh, good guy to talk to right here and uh, talking about Dr. Matt Burchett I like this uh, assistant dean of philanthropic engagement and senior director of student activities and uh, boy I tell you uh, Matt it is uh uh, it's 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 a lot of excitement around even after last week's performance with TCU comes into town. I mean that's enough right there to get everybody's blood boiling a little bit. And um, and but now you you have the uh, unenviable task of making sure none of these students get out of town too early. I mean we've been known as Baylor students to split town in a hurry for these uh, holidays. All right, you get out of class Friday. Maybe even people are leaving today. Uh, but um, man, I, I'm 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 glad that you are in charge of making sure no one leaves town. <laughs> well, Matt, it's uh, it's good to talk to you today. And and you know we have a great student turnout planned. Uh, we have a lot of students who've already pulled tickets, and and more keep coming in. And so we we think we have a great student crowd, just like we've had all year long. We've had incredible student support. The Bayer line, our upperclassmen. It really showed up this year, uh, packing out the student section right behind the visitor bench. And uh, this weekend will be no different. Well, that's the thing. You've got to get that Baylor line. I mean, this is their last opportunity to uh, to run in, uh, of the season. I'm sure some of them will show up down in Austin, but they're not going to let them on the field there. Um, Matt, that's got to be that's got to be so fun when you start kind of getting the Baylor line together and you get them ready for how they're going to do it and everything. Over the years, it's become a bigger and bigger deal. And of course, when I was in school, it was the the uh, the girls were not involved. Looking back on it, I don't know why not. You know, it just now we're kind of like, well, why in the world did we not let the the the, the you know the young women run out with us? But that was just how it was formed. Um, how excited do those freshmen get about this? Especially given how uh, how big a rivalry this is. Yeah, it's one of the greatest traditions in college football. Uh, the opportunity to run students across the field and sit in the best seats in the house right behind the uh, visiting bench is one of the neatest things that you can see in a college football game. 
And uh, our students are always enthusiastic. You know, they're, they're, uh, they line up two hours before the game starts out in the Bear Line queuing area, the staging area. But boy, as we get closer and closer to that walk down the ramp, uh, the enthusiasm begins to get up. And we really know exactly what we're going to have that game based on how the Bear Line is responding. And uh, I have a little uh, fun little <laughs> bit I do with some friends where I'm standing in front of the Bear Line, standing dead still. And I do the heart rate on my Apple Watch. And it's always sitting somewhere around 130 or 140. Uh, and this is my 106th better line now that I've been a part of as an administrator. And so it never gets old. It is, it is an incredibly exciting uh, moment in college football, particularly for our Baylor fans. And they always bring an, uh, such incredible energy to McLean Stadium. It sets the tone for everybody else when the Baylor line is enthusiastic and cheering on the Bears. Who is that on the PA? I know Derek usually does the PA, but there's that recording that comes on, and it's you know it's now the running of the Baylor line, and it kind of says something, <laughs> kind of like you said, the you know the one of the, the greatest tradition in college football, and there's a real yeah. great quality to that voice, and and for some reason that has in recent years really grabbed my attention. Yeah, it is. It, you know, that moment, and can you imagine, I mean, we all imagine this, but when you were undergrads, it wasn't nearly as grand as it is today, but you're 18 years old, and you're standing on the field of McLean Stadium, and there's 45,000 people there cheering, and you hear that voice and that song, and like, here comes the Baylor line, and yeah, just sprinting across. I mean, it is incredible, and, and this game in particular is really special because we have the opportunity to invite our seniors back. It's a tradition that we started about 10 years ago where in the last game of your senior year, you get to come back and run the line one last time. And so this game, uh, particularly uh, with TCU and the rivalry and this long-standing tradition we have with playing Texas Christian, uh, to welcome our seniors back to run the line will bring even more energy and enthusiasm to that experience overall. Hey, and good job by you, by the way, the uh, uh, getting that big noon here. I mean, you know, at Fox Big Noon, I thought with four losses, the Bears would not be uh, considered. And lo and behold, Fox will be on campus. That has to help in your uh, – and I know you – and I want you to hit on a couple of events that you may be doing to make sure the students uh, get to hang out. Now, I mean, I was saying the other day, for instance, I mean, a lot of times people like to camp out and have the greatest spot available uh, standing there behind either game day or, in this mm-hmm. case, big noon kickoff. How are you all going to handle all that? Because what we don't want is, like, students out in 25 or 30-degree weather all night. That that may not uh, be the, the best yeah. recipe. It could be a little chilly, but, you know, yeah. it's not hard to get people out for, you know, this is our 118th meeting with TCU. It ties the longest rivalry in the state of Texas with Texas A&M and UT. And so next year, because they won't be playing each other yet, will be the longest played rivalry in the state of Texas. So the greatest football rivalry and the greatest football state. And so Baylor TCU just occupies a really special place in college football. And so uh, we know that our fan base comes out and their fan base comes out and gets really enthusiastic about this game. But we've done a, we've had an incredible week overall. Um, last night we hosted 9,000 students in the middle of campus for Thanksgiving dinner where we lined out the mall with tables and we, everyone has Thanksgiving dinner together. Tonight we have we call bed race and chili cook-off, where we retrofitted hospital beds like bobsleds. We're racing down 3rd Street. Um, tomorrow <laughs> night, we have a senior senior sign the line where our seniors are coming back and signing the bear line on the ramp. And they, they, we have some free food and then get some senior pictures taken at McLean Stadium. And then on Saturday morning, we have a lot going on as it relates to uh, the actual game day experience. And so we're really excited about um, serving our students a great breakfast, a night like donuts, and some coffee. 
and then having a bunch of activations in or around that whole experience to ensure that they are comfortable and fed and have a great cup of coffee in front of them before they line up for the bear line at 9 o'clock in the morning. Do you think the radio people that will be out there doing the pregame four hours before uh, kickoff would, would maybe be, have any access to some of those donuts, Matt? If I, if I asked the right person, do you think maybe we could some coffee and donuts would be in order? I mean, that is pretty early to be out there. That is pretty early. You know, I would love some help uh, blowing up the parade balloons that will be in the backdrop <laughs> of the show. So, tell you what, if you want to sh- come help me with some parade balloons, I'd love to bring a donut or two to your direction, Matt. I don't know. I can't. I I don't know about blowing up the balloons, man. That is above and the <laughs> above and beyond out there. Now you mentioned the 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 lengthy and TCU and BU uh, and Baylor have been very evenly matched, fifty seven, fifty three, and seven. Okay, I won't say who owns the most uh, wins in that, but that's a pretty that's pretty evenly matched. Uh, the the other rivalry you mentioned is a little more uh, lopsided, isn't it? It's a little more lopsided. You know, we are just a few games away from being tied in the Baylor TCU. UT currently leads the Texas A&M series 76 to 37. And so uh, for as much as our colleagues on Highway 6 uh, chirp about UT, uh, UT just going to stay quiet. They seem to have owned that rivalry uh, pretty handily over the last 118 meetings. But uh, Baylor TCU, that's what makes it so special. Uh, it's really evenly matched year in and year out. We never know what we're going to get. Uh, they had an opportunity to, to uh, uh, ruin our season last year, and I think we are excited about the opportunity to ruin theirs this upcoming year. <laughs> That's right. I like it. Talking to Matt Burgett, who is uh, boy, director of student activities and uh, philanthropic efforts and uh, does a great job at Baylor. Uh, have you ever tried to go find out, um, Matt, where the uh, – where Adran College was in town. It just, today, for the first time ever, I sort of got interested in that. I thought, I know where Paul Quinn was because for the longest time, some of those old buildings, although they were beaten down, uh, were still kind of hanging around a little bit. But I, I don't feel like I know where Adran College was. Do you know where in town? Was it on the site of the health camp? Yeah, I you know I don't know. That's a great question. I should right. do some research on this. And but you knew we did play our first game in 1899 as crosstown yeah. rivals, and we were crosstown rivals for nearly two decades um, before they took off to Fort Worth, and we stayed loyal here to Waco. And um, so many great moments over the course of the rivalry, whether it be the nation's first ever homecoming, which Baylor hosted in 1909, we played them and beat them uh, to that first meeting in 1899. And of course, uh, one of the greatest games ever played the 61 58 game. And, you know, Matt, I'll, I'll give you a little secret. I don't know if you've ever been to common grounds and seen the Baylor yeah. blend coffee. There's a specialty blend. Go look at the order number on the Baylor blend. It's the same on every single bag. And it just may match the date and the score of a specific game of Baylor TCU. So that's a little, little nugget you can go out and check on and see if uh, there maybe is a little nod from our friends in Common Grounds, that very special Baylor TCU game. Huh. I'll do that. It may have been that 2014 game, but I'll uh, I'll check on that. In fact, it was one of my you former classmates that started Common Grounds back in the day. Joe Mashburn uh, was a friend of mine, and now uh, she sold it, and we love the uh, owners now. But, boy, what a, what a great place on campus that was. That was kind of coming into – being a big deal as I was kind of wrapping up my time at Baylor. But, uh, well, listen, Matt, this is uh, this is fun. And uh, 
these are these are a lot of fun activities. I mean, I was watching, I was looking at the pictures of that Thanksgiving meal, and I thought, man. And I mean, no offense to Dub or whoever was doing it back then. I mean, we they did great stuff, but I don't remember anything close to that. And that was really neat um, to 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 see that uh, happening. And I thought. Well, was it cold? I mean, everybody looked pretty comfortable out there. So I guess it worked out fine, but that, that really did look great. The pictures of that looked so cool. And to see everybody coming together in fellowship. If, if I were still a student, I would not be in a hurry to be leaving town with all the things you've mm-hmm. planned. So, uh, Matt, I really appreciate it and appreciate all, the, all your hard work on this. Well, Matt, thank you so much. You know, Baylor is a very special place, and we have incredible students and faculty and staff. And, uh, you know, we get a chance to see that and in, in manifest in, in events like Thanksgiving dinner or the Bayer Line or Homecoming Parade. Um, we're so fortunate to be able to be a part of this community, and uh, I'm excited about Saturday. It'll be a lot of fun. All right. Man, do you like – you wear bow ties, Matt? Sometimes I just saw this picture of you in a bow tie. Is that a, is that a normal thing for you? I'm wearing one right now, Matt. I'm an I'm exclusively <laughs> bow tie wearer. I embraced my inner nerd. I just, I, I just accepted the fact of who I was years ago and just leaned uh-huh. into it and made sure that I was uh, being who I am. And uh, bow tie fits the mold. We had somebody at my church recently that's the dean of the social work at like Truett Seminary. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. I just can't ca- uh, call his <laughs> I, name right now. I do. John and, Singletary. Yeah, John Singletary did a nice job, yeah. Oh, yeah. but he went with the yeah. bow tie. So you guys, I, you, I guess you and Singletary have that in common, and uh, both of you oh, uh, s- seem to have some uh, sartorial splendor uh, in that. So uh, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. But uh, all right, Matt, well, good. I, uh, You know, I, I crossed paths with your dad back in the day, and, man, what a great mm. uh, career he's had and i used to do stuff at fox sports southwest and in their pregame and postgame on tv so you come from uh you come from an awesome family so thank you for doing this and we'll talk to you soon thanks matt have a good one you bet there he is matt burchett dr matt burchett assistant dean of philanthropic engagement and senior director of student activities. I mean, that's a lot on his plate there. My gosh, let's get some. There's somebody else in that, in the assistant director of fraternity and sorority life. I like her name, Tranquility Cowan. Tranquility Cowan. Tranquility, be nice to the Fijis, okay? They're back on campus. We took a new pledge class. Please be nice to us. All right, it is uh, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. It's a dismount. It's next. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Second down and go with the one and a half. Only heard here. Play action fake. Prescott's going to throw it in the end zone. All season. To Peyton Henderson on national tight end. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. 
Friends, if you can hear my voice, you're close enough to come see me this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. I have an incredible offer for all active duty and retired military personnel. With the purchase of any brand new Harley-Davidson model, receive $1,000 with their free accessories or an in-store $1,000 gift card to spend as you choose. I'm paying way too much money for trade-ins, and I have a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. So come see me this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Creativity and planning are the key elements in coordinating and designing a wedding or special event. Since 2014, the Bosky has provided the special venue you're looking for and extras that few can offer. The house at the Bosky features a beautiful split-level design with four bedrooms and four bathrooms, balconies, a large grand room, a kitchen, and an outdoor patio. The outdoor areas are perfect for large or small weddings and special occasions, portrait-taking, exploring, and just plain enjoying. The Bosky in Crawford. Learn more at theboski185.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Houston Astros' Justin Verlander has won his third American League Cy Young Award yesterday, joining the distinguished club with fewer than a dozen members throughout baseball history. Rockets beat the Mavericks last night, 101-92. Thursday night football in the NFL tonight, Tennessee at Green Bay on prime. Kick is at 7:15. One game in college football tonight, SMU on the road at number 21 Tulane. Kickoff at 6.30. Dallas Stars on the ice tonight in Florida. Puck drops at 6 o'clock. High school football playoffs tonight, Whitney versus Pottsboro from Mesquite Memorial at 7 o'clock. Franklin versus Anahuac, 7.30 kickoff from Waller. And Marlin versus Toller at Crowley ISD Stadium with a 7 o'clock kickoff. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. What is the dismount? We have to... Uh, Say goodnight. Got a couple of minutes here to catch you up on on things. The NFL has moved the Browns-Bills games with six feet of snow headed to the area. A blizzard on the way to Detroit. Imagine how bad the weather has to be to move a game to Detroit. But now Detroit, let me think about where they play these days. Ford Field, yes, indoors. So that'll be nice. They can just play in the comfort of an indoor stadium. In fact, we had a Super Bowl at Ford Field or Ford Stadium not 
too many years ago. Gosh, it's been 10 or 15 years now. I remember it well. Uh, so that game has been moved. Always tough when you lose a home game, when you desperately need a win, and you don't get to play in front of your home crowd. Not good. But you'd rather do that than try to go out there and play in the snow and not be able to function. The Eagles made a move, and they added Indomitong Sioux to beef up its uh, their defensive line. And, you know, Cowboys just talk about doing stuff. Odell Beckham Jr. talked about it all last week. Don't get anything done. And then the Eagles go out and add somebody last year. Finished with six sacks, seven tackles for loss, and 13 quarterback hits. Eagles get better. Cowboys just talk. Just sit at home and visit. Okay, that's all the time we have. We'll do it again tomorrow as we get ready for the revivalry. Baylor and TCU. We'll talk tomorrow, 4 o'clock. Do not be late. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, Baylor and TCU Saturday at McLean Stadium. We'll hear from the longtime voice of the Frogs, Brian Estridge, straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Brunerado family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge,